0: Thank you for tuning in to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast, but we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill, and today, you guys, we're going to get right into talking about testing the spirits. We need to be able to have discernment, spiritual discernment, develop spiritual discernment so that we know how to test the spirits. So we're going to get right into it after we finish praying. So let's go into prayer. Father God, we come before you. Just giving you all the honor, all the praise, all the glory, Lord, because you deserve it all. We thank you for being our creator. We thank you for being our way maker, our provider, our sustainer, Father God. We thank you for just being who you are, Lord. Lord, have your way upon this podcast, Father God. Allow your people to be changed and transformed through your word, Father God. Remove Tiffany, Lord. I remove Tiffany, Father God, and I allow you to speak through me, to allow your people to hear what you have to say. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So you guys today we're going to talk to I'm going to be talking to you from um 1 John chapter 4. And before we get into the word really into the word, I want to set up the context for you so that we can understand what this chapter is talking about. So before we get into understanding the chapter, we want to know and understand who wrote this letter. And um the letter in this book was written by John the apostle. And we know that John the Apostle wrote the book of John. He also wrote the book of 1, 2, and 3 John. and He also wrote the book of Revelation. So when we understand who is the writer of the book, we really understand the text in the scriptures and the chapters of the book. Because John was an apostle who walked with Jesus. He was one of Jesus' best friends. And so he knew exactly who Jesus was. And So as he was writing this letter to the Christians who were in the Christian community, He overseen, he was over actually overseeing house churches. And because then back in those biblical days, they had churches in their homes. And as you know, today we have church in buildings where we gather. um, But they gathered in their home and they had church in in their homes. So he was overseeing the churches. and, And he's writing this letter because he's hearing some things that are going on. And he's telling the Christians to stay true to who you know, who you know is Jesus Christ. Stay true to what you believe and what you've been taught. because he. Because he was addressing these false prophets that were within the church community that were stirring up discord amongst the, the Christians who believed and who knew who Jesus was, so he was writing a letter warning them to stay true to their faith and to stay true to what they believed in. But we know that this is not something he was actually um, prophets. They say, but, but we know that today we know that they're not only prophets; they're only they are teachers, preachers, our neighbors, our co-workers people in the grocery store people in our neighborhood that are false prophets they're false and they're teaching and preaching a false gospel we believe in something totally different than what some people are teaching and we have to have sound discernment and develop discernment to be able to know that what people are teaching and what we're listening to is the truth and it is the Jesus that we believe in as Christians But before we get into learning how to test the spirit, learning how to discern between the truth and a lie, we first have to know that they're not going to come dressed in an outfit of pitchfork and a red uniform of outfit and say that, look, I'm here to lie to you today or deceive you today. They're not going to come dressed up in a costume because these people that are teaching and preaching a false gospel, they look like us. So in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, I'm going to read it out. Jesus said, beware of false prophets who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they are devouring. So these false prophets, they look like sheep. They look like us, but inside they're devouring. We don't discern based on the appearance of someone. We discern based on what this person is saying. So we want to be able to hear the people out. We want to we be able to give them an opportunity to speak so that we can be able to understand and hear clearly what they're saying. we're testing the spirit so the word test in greek means that we examine it means to examine so when we're examining something you imagine going to the doctor's office and you get an examination it's a thorough examination they want to be able to see if everything's working nothing is hurting they want to be able to see what's going on with you so when they're examining they're really looking at something very closely they're really examining you very closely and so when we're listening to what we're hearing we want to be able to examine something very closely you might be listening to youtube you might be listening on the internet to something you might be on social media and you're listening to someone speak because it doesn't always come from a pulpit it might be a conversation you're having with someone and they might might be saying something that is really not lining up with who you know who you know jesus christ is as a christian and so when we're testing the spirits what are we listening for? The first thing, I'm going to give you three ways to test the spirit. So the first way in which we test the spirit is, first of all, we want to know if they have the spirit of God speaking through them. And that's listed in, in verse um, one of this chapter It talks, I think it's one or two. It, and So we know this by them confessing and acknowledging that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and it, was a, and it was a human when he came on earth. And we know that Jesus Christ is the true and living God that we serve. So if they're speaking something opposite of that, the true gospel of who Jesus Christ is, we know that our spiritual um, discerning antenna should go up and say, wait a minute, that's not the same Jesus I know and believe in. Mm -hmm. So the second way we're able to test the spirits is, by first of all, we have been given a, a gift from the Holy Spirit called discerning of spirits. And it's a spiritual gift. It's called actually in a manifestation. Some people say it's a manifestation gift because it reveals and demonstrates the power of God. This particular gift is a supernatural gift given by God to be able to discern the spirits. Now, this word is not discernment, but it's discerning of spirits, gift. And what this gift is able to do is able to make judgment between what's what's true and what's not. And it makes judgment between whether this spirit is an evil spirit operating behind a person or within a person, or if it's actually God moving within this person spirit of god so actually also in this particular gift you're able to operate just your spiritual senses are opened up these people are very. these people that operate in these gifts they're very sensitive to the spirit they can actually see in the spirit they can hear in the spirit they can taste they can feel and they can touch in the spirit so that's how that gift operates and if you want that gift god will definitely give it to you just ask him for it Because there's nothing that he would, no good thing he would withhold from his children. So if you want that gift, you just ask ask God for that gift. But he's given that gift to the church to be able to operate in in this gift. So that we know we have a gift to be able to discern and test the spirits. We all have gifts. But what gift do you have? We have to make sure that our gift is submitted to God. And we're growing in God so that we are able to do the work that he's called us, us to do as Christians. It's not okay that we sit and allow our gifts to lie dormant and we don't operate in our gifts. I mean, we have to be utilizing the gifts that God gives us because the gift is not just, it's not for you to keep it. It's for you to help, help people know Jesus. That's the reason why he gives us the gifts. We are one body, one body of Christ and with many different parts, many functions on the body. We should be operating our gifts so that we can function in the whole body of Christ. All of our limbs and everything in the body of Christ should be moving. Everybody should be playing their part. So the, the third way we can test the spirits is also actually by developing spiritual discernment. Now, we all as Christians need to be able to grow in spiritual discernment. And we grow in spiritual discernment by actually we get getting the word of God. We're studying our Bibles. We're reading our Bibles. We're connected to God in intimacy and in a relationship with God, becoming to be more more mature Christians. Because you can't start, you can't just stay in the stage of baby milk. You have to grow, we have to grow and mature. We, we go from baby milk to baby food then the solid foods and we gradually continue on. If we don't stay in the Word, we're not connected to God, then how can we develop spiritual discernment to know when someone is trying to be deceiving, telling you something opposite than what you know to be true, what you believe in, you're already a Christian. But people can come and tell you something different and you believe it as a Christian. God wants to be able to grow us up and be able to develop us. He wants to be able to have a relationship with us. He wants us to come to Him. Want to, he wants to have intimacy with Him. He wants us to, He want to know who we are. It's not okay to be a Christian and not be connected to the Creator. Let me tell you, I want to share my story with you because I'm going to tell you, this is, when, when we don't have spiritual discernment and we're Christians, we don't have spiritual discernment, anybody can tell us anything and we believe it. So I'm, to, I'm sharing with you what, i did before god brought me back to him before i rededicated my life to god i was um listening to a radio station down in atlanta i live in atlanta and it was a popular radio station before and i remember they had these these psychics they would call in on the radio station and just get readings i thought nothing was wrong with the stuff i believed that horoscopes was was fine I believe that mediums was fine. I thought that psychics was fine. I, I didn't think nothing was wrong with that stuff. But in fact, it's an evil spirit. It's from the evil spirit. That's not from God. It's something wrong with that for us as Christians to be believing in this stuff. We have to be able to discern the spirits of where is this stuff coming from. We're being easily deceived believing something that's not even of God. And it's deceiving us and leading us down to this dark hole. See, God don't want mixture. He don't like a mixture. You can't mix things. It's either God or not. It's no gray areas with God. So we got to repent, y'all. We got to repent. If you indulge in this stuff, if you you looking at horoscopes, what do you mean you looking at a horoscope? God can tell you about who you are. You have your identity is in Jesus Christ. God created us individuals. We are individuals. He created us very unique individuals you have a calling on your life a particular calling on your life a purpose for your life that he has for you that nobody else has so why are you looking at that stuff why are you feeding your spirit with, a, with evil stuff not not from a, not from god that's, that is not from god at all so when you have discernment spiritual discernment you're developing spiritual discernment that's one thing that i realized when i came back to god i had to repent I asked God to purify me, clean me up because when he began to wipe me clean and clean me up, you know that darkness could not stay where the light was. It had to go. It had to flee. God had to clean me up. So we have to repent of what we've done. We just come to Jesus and we say, Lord, forgive me for what I've done. I confess with my mouth what I have done and I ask for your forgiveness. And we don't, we don't clean ourselves up. God cleans us up. He does that for us. You're not that strong. You can't do. You can't do this by yourself. We have the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, that lives in us. That's powerful. We have power. We have power over sin. So what we need to do is be gatekeepers of our eye gates and our ear gates. So when you th- look at a job description of a a gatekeeper, a gatekeeper won't allow nothing to come in until they're screening it. Think about a bodyguard. Nobody is coming into a particular building without them screening you and knowing who you are, you're not getting in. So as Christians, we have to be gatekeepers of our eye gates and our ear gates. What are you listening to? What type of music are you listening to that's not of God? What kind of music are you listening to? What you got your ear plugged into? You got to be cautious of what we're listening to. You got to be discerning to know what are you listening to? What are you feeding your spirit with? What things are you watching? What are you looking at on TV? What do we have God listening to and watching? Have we ever thought about it that way? What is God looking at? What is God hearing? We have to be feeding on God. Feeding on the word. Feeding on him in intimacy with him. Because the more you have him, I'm telling you, the more you have God, you don't even want that stuff. He cleans you out. You don't even want to be a part of that stuff. The closer you get to him, the more you get in a relationship with him, he begins to show you the things that he doesn't even like. God wants us to come to him. He wants us to be in a relationship with him so that he can clean us out. We just confess our sins. We confess it and we ask for forgiveness and he does all the work. So we have to be in constant relationship with him, constant communication with him, and constantly reading our Bibles and studying our our Bibles so that we can have spiritual discernment. We want to have spiritual discernment. We want to know what not to do as a Christian. We have power over sin. We don't have to indulge in sin. We don't have to keep sinning. We don't have to keep doing that. We don't have to keep watching certain things, watching pornography. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be addicted to certain things. You don't have to. We have power over sin. Jesus came to overcome the world. He overcame the world. He said, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We have power over it. So we don't have to keep falling in a trap. We don't have to do that. It's a choice. But we don't do it alone. We don't do it alone. We're not. we He's that great. He's that good. We're not that good. He is that good. We can't do it alone. We do it with him. He does it within us. He gives us the power. He gives us the strength to be able to to deny it, to to not do it. But you can't do it without him. We can't do it without him. God loves us. He loves us so much, man. He loves us so much. But guess what? We can't even love nobody. The way that God loves us, without the Spirit of God living inside on the inside of us, God loves us so much. He loves us so much that His love for us is unconditional. It's something called a God-paid love. Well, He chooses to love us in spite of the things that we do. So if we've done something wrong, we we've, we've been out there, we've done something wrong. Guess what? All we do is we say, "Lord, forgive me. I have a repentant heart. I'm remorseful about it. Lord, forgive me. I confess what I've done. Forgive me." And He come. He He loves on us. It's not with conditions. We don't have to do anything for God to love us. He just loves us because he loves us. Love, agape love is a choice. Agape love doesn't go based on the the feelings. You don't, oh, I want to feel like I love you today. That's why we're supposed to love our enemies despite what they do to us. Despite the things that they say to us. If they hurt us, they harm us. We're still supposed to love our enemies. That's how you can love because it's not a feeling. It's a choice that we choose to love. In this same chapter, it says, how can you say you love Jesus and you don't even love the person that you see every day? You can't even love your neighbor. You can't even love the person down the street, but you say you love Jesus, Jesus that you haven't even seen. But God loves us so much. He just wants us to come back to him. So we just confess out loud to God and we just ask God for forgiveness and we come back to him for these things. We got to turn, turn from the things and not go back to it, not go back to it. We turn from it and not go back to it. We want to be found blameless when, when Jesus Christ comes back. We want to be found blameless. We don't want to be s- sitting in his presence and you thinking you, you probably thinking that you probably not going to make it. We got to, we got to rise up as Christians and really do what God has called us to do and come out of this worldly stuff, come out of what this evil stuff is. We got to discern that these, this is an evil spirit that was teaching these prophets. What do you think they were getting information from? The prophets, the the people, Teach and preach the false a false gospel? This is from an evil spirit that they're teaching this information from. It's not from God because the Spirit of God won't allow you not to confess the true doctrine of Jesus Christ. It won't allow you not to confess who Jesus Christ truly is. If you had the Spirit of God living and dwelling on the inside of you. So I want to pray for you today. If anybody listening today, you probably felt like you've done something that you didn't need to do. You offended God. And you've been doing some things. You got some strongholds. And you've possibly been doing some things that you know that's not pleasing to God. And you want to change your life. You want to change. You want to turn it around. You want God to come and fix it up for you. You want God to come in and just sweep you clean. Get a, give you a clean house to come and clean you out. I want to pray for you right now. Father God, we come before you, Lord. We lift you up, Father God. We lift your name up. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We adore you. We worship you. We honor you. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, because you deserve it all. You deserve it all, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you touch your people, Father God. They come to you, Lord, in need of you, Father God. Break every chain of bondage, Father God, right now in Jesus' name. Lord, allow them to have peace, Father God. Confess, begin to confess out loud what you've done. Begin to confess out loud what you've done to God and ask him for forgiveness. And he's going to come in and clean you up. He's going to come in and clean you up himself. We don't do it on our own. We do it do it on with him. We do everything with him. So you guys, um so I pray this podcast was a blessing to you on today. I thank God for what he's doing in your life. And I pray that you continue to chase after God like never before. You know I'm always praying for you. No one's told you today. I'm telling you. I love you. Jesus loves you so much more. Go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.